I don't know if you ever saw the study which linked people's testosterone level to their ability and capability to disagree with something. The higher your testosterone level, the more likely you are to disagree with the point. And the reason for that is just because, especially in older times, if you're going to disagree with something, you have to fight over it. So reducing testosterone levels in men is something which I believe they're trying very hard. And if you read the studies, they're succeeding. Testosterone levels have gone off the edge, off the cliff. So that's why they attack smoking so heavily. I understand that smoking a lot of cigarettes can be very bad for you, but I think everything in moderation. Overall, I would rather smoke a few cigars today and maintain my testosterone level, which and it's good for it than not, and though the benefits outweigh the negative and the agreeable. But I understood you to say that failure is one of your greatest allies. I got the impression from your confession that failure causes people to lose ambition and quit trying, and then you take them over without opposition on their part. That is just the point. I take them over after they quit trying. If they knew the difference between temporary defeat and failure, they would not quit when they meet with opposition from life. If they knew that every form of defeat and all failure spring within the seed of unborn opportunity, they would keep on fighting and win. Success usually is but one short step beyond the point where one quits fighting. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Gishiered Podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you into the show. Those first two clips I played were to make a point. First of all, shout out to Andrew Tate. <clears throat> he is a pioneer. He is a pioneer of sorts. I agree with a lot of the things he says. I think he's very brave for saying it. I get to an extent he's playing a character. I get that. But a lot of things he says, I think he's on the right track. Uh, the book passage that I introduced you to at the beginning of the show is actually from a book called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Great author. Fantastic. I recommend you read it or listen to it. My friends, I put those two things at the front of the show because I really wanted you to understand the point of what I'm about to make. The point I'm about to make is this. You are nothing compared to your father. Why do I say that? Well, I mean, it's pretty self-evident. If you look at the studies, you look at what happens even in society today. I agree with a lot of what um, Tate said when it comes to men are almost afraid to disagree with whether it's each other, with women, with people in other countries, whatever it is, men are afraid. And because men are increasingly afraid, testosterone levels are going down, uh, weakness in men is going up, and men, especially younger men, are confused. They want to feel included, but at the same time, they're not able to walk away. They're too afraid to pick up their life and say, I don't need this. I don't need you. I will make it myself. I can do it myself. I could do everything I put my mind to. They're too afraid to make that leap of faith. And that's why I say that most men today are nothing compared to their fathers and their grandfathers. Because their grandfathers and their fathers had more testosterone than them. They were able to disagree. They were able to put themselves in a place where they had to succeed, not that they wanted to, they had to. They accepted nothing less. And I see too many men today that are doing the opposite of that. Total opposite. And it makes me sick. By the way, my friends, throughout the show today, we're talking about a, mainly testosterone and why it's going down in men. I'll bring up a couple studies here in a minute. But before I do that, if you want your voice to be heard, you have something you want to say, you can leave it in the comment section of the YouTube or Rumble video if you're watching over there. If you're on audio, or if you just want to talk more directly and get more involved with me and the show, go over to Twitter at Sheep Get Sheared. Follow me over there. I'm going to be posting more questions. I post questions about both the show and sometimes random questions that come up that I think need to be discussed. But without further ado, here's what we're going to do. 
I'm going to show you a graph that I found that I wanted to share with everybody on the show today. Give me one second. I pulled it up here and it might have made me uh oh, uh, let's it, give me one second. Oh, this is good. Yeah, here it is. Here, here's not, it's not the graph, but here's what I want to show you. So here's the article by Forbes. It says, according to recent reports, testosterone therapy amongst men is on the rise. From 2010 to 2013, prescriptions more than doubled. I will repeat that in case you missed it. More than doubled, which researchers partially attribute to the scrupulous drug market. In other words, the ridiculous drug market urging older men to, quote, boost their lower T levels. This whole, this whole concept of low testosterone or testosterone in general has gone way up, whether it's from the bodybuilding community talking about anabolics, whether it's the medical community and big pharma talking about HRT, TRT, whatever it is, there are multiple different avenues that are bringing everything up. And you got guys from the manosphere, you got guys in science and medicine talking about it. This is something I think needs to be discussed. Across the population, men say have less testosterone compared to men of the same age a generation ago. Again, I'm not making this up. I wish I was. But this is why we see a lot of the behavior we're seeing today. We're seeing a lot of tippy-toe men, weak men who are unable to disagree. They're unwilling to disagree, and they're just going with the program. Even if it's stupid, it makes no sense. They're just going for it. And, they, and people are wondering why it's happening. Well, not all of it isn't necessarily in their control. Some of it is just hormones. A lot of it's in your control, but some of it might be slightly outside your control. It says, ask, asking why requires untangling a complex web of social, environmental, and behavioral factors uh -huh, uh -huh, that are dismantling age-old ideas about masculinity and triggering real anxiety over changing gender roles. In other words, they're putting socioeconomics and environmental factors into what's really more of a it's slightly social, but more than anything else, my friends, it's hormonal. And it makes me really sad I have to tell you that. Because I wish I could sit here and tell you that everything is in your control. And to an extent, it is. Never sidestep accountability where it needs to be taken. But you need to understand something. You need to fix the hormones first. You need to fix the hormones first. I'll keep reading this for a little bit. It says... Studies show that men's testosterone levels have been declining for decades. Now, this is not something new. It's been going on for a while, I believe, since the 50s. Some people say it has to do with plastic. Some people say it has to do with just the, the social aspects of masculinity and how it's changed. A lot of different things you can blame. But let's keep reading. The most prominent, a 2007 study in the Journal of Clinical... Oh, gosh. Endocrinology oh, and... Metabolism. Sorry, I'm not always good at reading medical terms. I shout out to people who can. They're smarter than me. Revealed a substantial drop in U.S. testosterone levels since the 1980s. Oh, well, I was close. I have not read this beforehand, by the way. With an average levels declining about 1% per year. That may seem small until you realize 10 years is 10%. These levels add up over time, people. 1% isn't a lot if you think about it year by year. This means, for example, that a 60-year-old man in 2004 had testosterone levels 17% lower than the same 60-year-old man would have had in 1987. Can you believe this? Another study, another study of a Danish of the Danish population of Danish men 
produced similar findings with the double-digit declines amongst men born in the 1960s as compared to men born in the 1920s. Here's my question, ladies and gentlemen of the Sheep Kishir podcast. Who do you blame for this? What do you think is the problem? Do you think this is made up? Do you think it's real? I think it's real. And it's sad. I wish I could tell you it's not, but it is. When you look at society today and you see that men are more likely to just self-delete, when you look at men and how they're dropping out of society, they're not even willing to fight, disagree, put up any kind of resistance, it's not there. And you wonder why. And this is part of the reasons. This is one of the overflow reasons that's not talked about nearly as much. And it's this. It's the fact that from a biochemical perspective, they don't even have the capability to, ha to do it. They're being destroyed from within. Whether it's... Look, we could talk, go down the list of factors that could be blamed here. There is no shortage of men, of factors that affect men that could be brought up in this discussion. But I want to make sure we don't get sidetracked. At the end of the day, you need to remember that knowledge is power. And getting this kind of knowledge will help you evaluate in yourself what behaviors, what tendencies... Maybe you're going to get your blood levels checked. See where you're at on the spectrum. Do you have good testosterone levels? Do you have bad testosterone levels? It might be influencing decisions in your life right now that you don't even know about. And this is what I want to bring up on the show today. I'm not a doctor. I'm saying you go and get in contact with your doctor. Make sure that you're not falling victim to this and you don't even know it's happening. Some of it is outside your control. If your baseline levels are biologically lower than that of your father and your grandfather, well, guess what? You gotta try to fire out or figure out a way to close the gap. Because if you don't, guess what? It's still gonna affect you every single day of your life, and you're more likely to make bad choices. I'll read a little bit more here. It says, What is behind the downward trends? The answer is complicated. Well, of course, the decline in testosterone levels is almost certainly linked to higher rates of obesity. That makes sense. And maybe linked to lower rates of smoking. Look at this. They're agreeing with Tate. Look at this. Maybe linked to lower smoking in men. Since nicotine is a potent inhibitor. Oh, aromatase inhibitor. In a 2007 study, however, the age matched... The no, I'm not saying you'll smoke, by the way. I'm not encouraging you to do that. What I'm saying is I'm bringing up what they're bringing up in this article and addressing what Andrew Tate said. In the 2007 study, however, the age matched declines persisted after controlling for these variables. Many observers put on more weight on increased exposure to environmental toxins such as A, pesticides, B, parabens, and C, chemical commons, chemicals common in household products. In other words, the chemicals are imbalancing our biochemistry. That makes sense? Good, because it should. My friends, this is, what I, this is what I want to bring up for you. When all is said and done, everybody has their own unique existence, and this will affect everybody differently. But I wanted to bring this up today because it's very important that you understand the world you are living in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And men, you got to make sure that you know what's going on in your own body. So many men do not even know what's going on on the home front. They're not aware of what's going on in their own body. And they want to go out there and they want to control other people. Tell the people how to live their life when they don't even know how to live their life. And it's disgusting. And it doesn't make any sense. And it makes you look ridiculous. If you want to be able to be a leader, if you want to go out there and be respected, you need to respect yourself and you need to lead yourself first because you will set the precedent for how others will treat you based on how you treat yourself and how you respect yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't put yourself first, 
No one's going to respect you. They won't put you first because you don't even bother to put yourself first. That makes sense? Because it should. These are lessons you should have been taught as a child, but I guarantee you probably weren't. You were probably taught that your identity as a man is based on what you can give to others, not what you can give to yourself. If you're a well, a well can only give water if it has water to give. But most men, if in that equation, they only they can only give what they have. If you don't have much, you can't give much. You gotta have much first before you can give. An empty well can't give water, just as a broke man cannot actually do much to change the world. And if you want to change the world, you got to change yourself first and change your habits, change your mindset, change your entire life and mindset if you want to get ahead and if you want to be a leader in this world. My friends, I'm I'm trying to make these episodes shorter because I think I get too far afield and I don't drill home my point enough. I think if I go on too much, I'll lose the forest for the trees. and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to cut this down here. I wanted to really bring this point home to roost to let you think about it in your own life and see maybe maybe you don't feel as masculine. Maybe you're out a little overweight. Maybe you need to get back in the gym. Maybe you need to go to your doctor and get your blood checked. Whatever it is you need to do, you need to figure out what it is in your life you need to change to get your testosterone up, get your productivity up, get your success up, and by that extension, you will be happier, you will feel more successful, and you will see the results you always wanted to see but were afraid would never come. It's because you didn't turn inwards, you turned outwards, like everyone taught you to do, and that's wrong. But until next time, my friends, I want to leave you with this. You need to remember you're responsible for your own happiness, and you need to take responsibility for the shortcomings in your life. Just as you're quick to accept the good in your life, as you're doing, you need to take responsibility for the bad, so as you can control it, and you can then... Take responsibility and do something about it instead of playing the blame game and not changing a thing. Because doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. And I don't want you to be insane. Till next time, my friends. God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. Have a great day.